1: Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective,
0: 2020 on Vision. Well, as churches everywhere have taken church services online and they've taken midweek meetings online, they've taken all sorts of leaders meetings online using often the Zoom platform or Facebook, there's all sorts of things that are coming to light but one of those things that hasn't attracted too much attention is how young people are responding to church online. And there is some anecdotal evidence that suggests that young people are not responding so well online the way that their parents and even their grandparents are. Well, let's get some insights from Dr. Andrew Corbett, who pastors Legana Christian Church in northern Tasmania and has been doing church online for over a decade. And he's come up against a challenge or two. Andrew, welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Great to be with you. Andrew, uh, let's start with the good things that are happening online. And that is that adults, uh, whether they are middle age or up into their later years, are taking to online services like Ducks to Water. This is quite an amazing thing that's happening.
1: Uh, absolutely, Neil. It's, it's been one of those things where we, you know, before the lockdown with corona, we, we were nervous as a team we're going to continue to provide pastoral care and community for our older people. But we have found that when they're shown, this is how you know platforms like Zoom works, that they have, as you say, taken to it like ducks to water. And it's been a bit of a godsend, actually, for the older members of our church community.
0: But what about young people here? Because young people who are really the masters of social media, uh, they've grown up with a device in their hand. How are they responding, do you think? And what's been happening in your circle of influence?
1: Well, it's not, I've discovered it's not just my circle of influence. It's, it's actually something, in talking with colleagues in different states of Australia, they've found a, a similar thing has happened. And that is, is there's a, a bit of a reticence from young people to embrace it as readily and as quickly as, as you say, their parents or grandparents. And there's, a, I guess there's a couple of reasons for that. One is Zoom is, and that kind of thing where you're able to look at someone's face, you're able to uh, interact, talk with them live, it actually it kind of fits in well with older people in the sense of parents and grandparents who are used to uh, concentrating and listening in conversation and so on. And you say people are the masters of social media, but oftentimes, Neil, they're, they're little pithy little you know, text messages or they're, they're a comment on a Facebook post or they're a, a short, sharp thing. And it's often textual rather than looking at someone and listening.
0: The attention span of young people who are on social media, and I'm sure there must be research out there that talks about the attention span of young people when they're using their mobile devices. That's got to be something to take into consideration if you're a church leader and wanting to reach out to young people because maybe that uh, hour-long service online isn't the best way to reach them.
1: Well, we... I don't think there's any controversy now about the fact that digital devices such as smartphones and tablets and so on have caused the attention span generally of younger people to devolve down to about... 12 seconds if, if they're really able to concentrate and, all, and, and sometimes advertisers take advantage of this or they, they have to take advantage of this so they, they, they market their advertising so that it's you know three or four seconds and then of course you've got something like Nike that used to be the word Nike underneath they had the swoosh then underneath they had the just do it And now, of course, they just have the swoosh because they know attention spans (laughs) aren't even going to take the time to read the the name or the the motto. They just do the swoosh. And they've figured it out that young people's attention spans are very limited. So this does present some challenges for us. It's, It's the challenge of how do we connect with young people with a message that requires a little bit of contemplation.
0: And so for young people who are on their mobile device, uh, the idea that sit still here and watch this for the next 30, 45 or an hour, uh, the idea that somehow or other they'd feel like they were at school and there's a school teacher type of mentality. I wonder whether the answer could be in the way that a service could be structured to be able to keep the attention of a young person. Yeah, I I
1: think there's a, a, one of the uh, private schools here in Tasmania found that initially when they went into lockdown with their students and they, they told their students that all their classes would now be online, they had to participate online, they actually found that keeping them online for the same duration as what they were used to when they were coming to school was actually having a negative effect on their students' learning. It was It was actually something that, that didn't foster what they thought it was going to foster. And they had to, as you're suggesting, reduce the amount of screen time so that so that those things that you, we probably haven't considered are important for a young person, such as things like vitamin D, meal, which you're probably getting a lot more of than I am at the moment. A little. <laughs> those, those sort of Things are actually important. And so when, you're, when you're, you've got a student who's in a class, even if it is only for two or three hours in the day now, looking at a screen, and then they've got youth group via Zoom at night, it's actually not as exciting as we, we may think it is for them.
0: Of course, young people are across a whole bunch of different social media platforms, uh, thinking of Instagram or TikTok, all sorts of platforms that uh, when we're talking about streaming our local church, it's usually through Facebook Live or Zoom or through YouTube. There's some other platforms in there that function a little bit differently. I wonder whether they're worth exploring, Andrew.
1: Yeah, well, uh, my daughter is absolutely uh, nuts over TikTok and loves watching them. But when when you look at how long they are, they're usually very, very short, and and for the most part she's passive in it she's not actually active she's not participating in it she's actually watching these things same with instagram and instagram tv or igtv these things are often short they're, they're maybe a minute two three minutes or so and young people can be they don't they they can be passive in the sense that the camera's not on them while they're watching the camera's not watching what they watch, they are just simply passive and they can look away, they can get distracted, they can do whatever. And that, I think you're right, Neil, that that passivity accommodates young people's attention
0: spans last time we were talking we were discussing the idea that some people when they watch church being live streamed into their living room they love the idea of anonymity that they can be a fly mm-hmm. on the wall uh, they can watch but know that no one can see them watching church do you think young people actually have this craving for anonymity perhaps even more than adults well it's, it's
1: it is interesting isn't it it's, it's- I think you might be onto something there because when you're in a Zoom meeting, everyone knows you're there. It's it's there's nowhere to hide, and so when you're watching a YouTube clip, or watching an Instagram clip, or watching a TikTok, it's not you're not revealing that you're watching it. So yes, you, you're you're maintaining anonymity, and so somehow in this, they are able to enjoy. Uh, they're able to. Uh, consume what's, what's happening without having the spotlight put on them, which it's, I think you're right, Neil. I think it actually highlights for these young people something that's quite scary for them, and that is having a whole bunch of strangers look at them.
0: I wonder also, Andrew, if the entertainment orientation of uh, social media... Uh, is somewhat what young people have been used to rather than the serious nature of perhaps unpacking biblical truth, uh, any sort of adjustment that might need to be made in there. Uh, what are your thoughts for creating teaching about truth but putting it in a format that is at least attractive by way of the way a young person might think?
1: Mm. One of those things that we're we're working through. We're, we're actually thinking about this because we are finding that uh, when when we do things as preachers and Bible teachers and so on, we. We, we, we take our time and when you're in the room with me you can see you can see my hand gestures you can see my facial expressions you can hear more clearly the tone of my voice you can see me look at you acknowledge you you can see that I'm interacting with you and that you're making a difference to how I interact with you but when that's happening via screen that's not there and that that makes it that makes I think difficult for young people and especially when as you say they they are used to thinking screens are for entertainment and here we are as you know uh, christian ministers and we're now thinking well actually we we want to use this screen to disciple you <laughs> we want to use this screen to challenge you we want to use this screen to hold you accountable those things i don't know that it's just young people who are scared of those things, Neil. I think maybe lots of people would relish the anonymity in those moments as well.
0: Well, there's certainly lots more to talk about when it comes to screens and churches and streaming and what will be the way of the future, even when churches are able to meet again uh, face-to-face and in larger groups. It's still going to be one of those issues, isn't it, about how to connect with young people, whether it is face-to-face or it's on their uh, level of social media and the different platforms that young people are using. Uh, Dr. Andrew Corbett, our guest, he pastors Lagana Christian Church in northern Tasmania, just 15 minutes north of Launceston. Is the author of several books, also National President of ICI Theological College Australia a theological distance education provider. You can go to a website too, andrewcorbett.net, andrewcorbett, C-O-R-B-E-T-T Andrew, thanks so much for joining us today on 2020.
1: Thank you, Neil. Great to be with you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.